you are listening to the clarity talk Welcome to the first episode of the Clarity Podcast, a place where people from different industries and background share their experience so that you can get some clarity and be at a better position to make career and life decisions for yourself. Today we have with us Aditya Bose, founder and CEO of Probano, which provides career guidance to high school students and college students across India. Thank you so much sir for coming on my show. Could you please share with the listeners how you started? and what you do sure sure thank you so much for having me here i am privileged to be the first guest as you say of this uh, podcast so um i started off in uh, 2018 but there is a back story to this so when i was in college in my first year as an engineering student so obviously um, you know when when anyone ends up in engineering it's usually the society's template guiding you so if you get a higher percentage after class 10th you take up science either non medical or medical uh based on what you really like then it's what you like before that it's just the society's template that if you have scored a high percentage you take up either one of the sciences uh if you score a medium percentage you take up commerce if you score a lower percentage then you take up arts so this is the template given to us by the society and most of us adhere to it i don't know why because this is a completely wrong way to judge what you want to take up but still it is ongoing now because of this template i did not really end up researching a lot of different career options or even the streams apart from science because i knew i was a high scorer from the beginning i had always made up my mind to take up science if you would have asked me when i was in class 11th what are the subjects in commerce or what are the subjects in humanities i wouldn't have even known because i never took the time out to research so yes. my path was cut out according to the society's template and accordingly i ended up in an engineering college i thought i really want to do it because i had only researched about computer engineering and i was so called really good with computers which meant i was a good troubleshooter of small problems in a pc which is not at all close to computer engineering so i was computer savvy so as to call it and since i was a high scorer i always thought that i would make a fantastic computer engineer so i did not get computer engineering i got it engineering in a good college so i was there and when i was trying to study computer engineering or computer uh, programming on my own i was not able to really understand much of it at an instant um nor was it you know looking very interesting to me so i this time i was in doubt because before this all the exams that had been taken had been imposed on me that you know before 10th you have to study all these subjects even after 10th when i took up science i took it up to become a computer engineer but i had to study subjects like physics um which were mostly imposed so now i had made my own choice you know i had chosen that i want to be in it engineering and still i was not you know interested in what i wanted to study so there was this business plan competition which i wanted to take part in and there i had to submit an executive summary of an idea of a business idea so i did not have a business idea that's why i started asking most of my friends the hostel mates that i had that why have you taken up this this engineering mechanical civil whatever because that was the problem i was facing at that time i was not really uh, interested in computer programming even after having chosen it myself because i had not explored it before so i had formed an image of it and that image of it was not real you know 
I realized much later. Okay, okay. So when so you participated of, in this business plan idea, were you facing that dilemma at that time of whether you have chosen engineering truly or not? Yeah, yeah. I, I faced it throughout college, and in fact, I later on realized that I have made a wrong choice. Um, so that's okay. where I realized, you know, asking most of my friends, they started telling me stories, you know, which were nowhere related to what they were passionate about, but mostly, you know, how they feel that this will help them earn well, and how they feel, you know, this is something which has so-called scope. So I understood okay, that okay. students make their career choices based on either societal stereotypes or parental unfulfilled dreams. And because of that, you know, I thought that let me come up with this idea. So I came up with a brick and mortar school idea, you know, which will provide career guidance. And after iterating it, uh, you know, to appear in different business plan competitions, I finalized this that, you know, I'll provide an online career guidance platform with blended learning, which means a few offline sessions as well to provide career guidance to high school and college students in India. Well, very interesting journey so far, I would say. I think engineering students would relate to you a lot. Now, since you mentioned about the society's templates with respect to marks and that how your score in your 10th board goes on to decide what subjects you'd study in your plus two, I want you to highlight more on the misconception or rather the lack of conception about marks. I think there's a huge one related to that. Firstly, people don't study for learning. And this is the same case with me. And you know? I'm not saying that I'm above everyone else. Most of my education has gone into this only that I was studying for marks. Even after realizing the fact that I want to start this up in my engineering uh, academics, I was studying just for marks because I wanted that degree to be with me, even though I don't feel that degree is of much use. It's a different story if I end up learning computer programming later in the day and I become really good at it. Still, that degree will be of no use because I did not learn it during pursuing that degree and I learned it afterwards. So um, most of my life and most of you know my fellow students' lives have been spent in scoring marks rather than learning something. So you know our learning has been an outcome of uh, wanting to score marks, whereas it should be completely the reverse. You know. Our marks should be an outcome of us wanting to learn and you know yes. it should reflect what we have learned but that does not happen and sadly that does not happen because parents society everyone puts a lot of pressure on you to score marks and get the best admission possible they don't look at life as a long-term game you know people just look at the next step so let's say um, you know if, if I want to pursue a certain career let's say law for the easier example um, they'll always you know your parents your society around you will always kind of push you to choose uh, the best college and make sure that you get admission in it rather than thinking that you know what learning will enable you to become a great lawyer in your lifetime so the long term game goes out of the path they think that you know ek bar acha college choose kar lo ek bar acche college mein admission le lo life set hai it's not that easy you know it's a step it's a good step if you get an admission in the best law college it's a great step, but that's not the only thing that you need to do to become a good lawyer. So that, that needs to be understood. And because of that, I think this whole notion needs to change that, you know, marks are the most important. They are important, but they need to reflect what you have learned rather than what you have mucked up a day before and have the ability to vomit it into the exam answer sheets. Um, I personally feel, and you know, this is de dependent on how different people have their opinions. Um, so what works out for you basically is the right thing. I personally believe that marks matter, but they are not the most important thing. It's almost like the concept of money in career, you know, it matters. So whenever we end up talking about passion, people think that these guys are, you know, asking you to become sages and saints and they don't want you to earn money. Now there are, you know, if we talk by in a binary term, 
um, there are two you know broad ways to score marks one is that you study two three days before the exam which is most of what i have done in my academic career <laughs> and <laughs> you know you study really hard for the uh, last two three days before the exam and you remember as much as you can and then you go into, into the exam you vomit everything into the answer sheets and since you have learned so quickly you forget also so quickly because you have not practiced anything you know you just practice that for three days and that does not you know reflect very well on your memory most of what you have learned during your um, school and college you will end up forgetting this way which is what happened with me which is over, what and over time we get better at stuffing and vomiting this stuffing and vomiting yeah, process absolutely you know uh, how, how much of what you learned in school do you remember very few very few actually <laughs> and same goes for me and everyone you know um, uh, mostly you know who was studying during our times or who has studied during our times so um this needs to change i think you know we need to educate our younger brothers sisters nephews nieces and tomorrow if we have our children that you need to study for learning and an examination is the test of how much you know it does not matter if there is some topper in some class scoring 98 if you have scored 90 and if that really reflects what you have learned you have won your competition is with you you know we have created a big deal out of this and i have been a part of this you know class mein first aana hai school top karna hai i tried consistently to stand first in my class and you know my only goal in an exam when i sat was this that how can i score the highest percentage in my class or score a decent enough percentage to be proud of what i have scored rather than let me be proud of what i have learned i would have been now you know in hindsight i would have been very happy if i would have scored 90% and you know learned everything what i have written in the exam you know practiced everything thoroughly that would have been better you know i would have retained much much of the stuff and it would have been useful for me so i really want to kind of you know put this out there and it happens the moment you step out of the race thankfully you know this thought process comes as a part of being an entrepreneur because when you choose entrepreneurship you choose to step out of the race of the race of formal education you have to stand first you have to get the best job amongst your peers you have to get the best percentage in school when you step out of this race you start to look at life from a much broader and a much wider perspective and that helps you learn these things which are never taught to you in school or by the society or even sadly by your parents so this is something i have learned and um, you know when you step out of the race this is something that you learn as well so your competition is with yourself today if you can score 90% tomorrow can you score 92 based on what you have learned rather than competing with that 98 guy who knows maybe he has learned everything but you need to compete with yourself and not just score a percent higher than him or her right so that's my viewpoint related to exams wow yes uh, especially when you mentioned that and we have to change our uh, how we take up examinations and not look up examinations at something where we want to score the highest but as an exercise to learn the most i think if most of the people are able to make this change a lot can you know change since you mentioned the word uh, entrepreneur in the last industry sentence uh, let me let now talk about entrepreneurship since you are an entrepreneur and since a lot of uh, many of my listeners would be thinking to start or at least considering the idea of entrepreneurship uh, i want to begin by asking you that what are some of the qualities that you see in people which would help them become, become good entrepreneurs in the future some of the qualities that they can develop in their early years of life there are many uh, to be honest and i am not sure if i can you know concisely put everything into the uh, onto the table right now maybe from what i can remember uh, firstly it would be courage 
and these are all the recent conversations i keep having with people a lot of the people would always you know tell me that um, you were lucky and uh, yes i am I, i don't deny that but at the same time um this is escapism you know if, if you think that you were not able to start or you are not going to start because you are not lucky this is you giving yourself an excuse if you really want to start um you can any time you want to any time you know whatever situation your family is going through whatever situation you are going through if you want to start you will start if you don't want to start you won't it's as simple as that um so um, you know if you really want to start any excuse is not a good excuse if you want to if you don't want to then that's a separate story then you're better off not doing it because not everyone is cut out for all careers you know um if i if everyone starts thinking tomorrow why am i not a cricketer that's baseless you know so same goes for an entrepreneur everyone can't be an entrepreneur everyone should not be an entrepreneurship is not you know not uh, something that you need any natural talent or it's all acquired ability if you were talking about being let's say a basketball player yes some natural abilities help you but here there's no natural ability that will come to your aid maybe you know if you were born in a business family this is something you have seen over time so maybe that gives you a slighter advantage but frankly speaking even that does not matter if so i am a first generation entrepreneur nobody in my family is pursuing entrepreneurship and i don't think that really gives me any disadvantage um okay. so courage is the first thing i would say and that's the biggest thing because if you take that step in the process you end up learning a lot so if you deprive yourself of that process uh then most of what you learn in books is just theory you know before you practice it and you fail some uh, a few times you won't end up um you know learning those things for life or retaining a lot of those learnings yes, so yes. failing is very important so courage, courage helps you here as well maybe mixed with acceptance of failure um i have learned that over my past uh, few years in entrepreneurship uh then there is this keenness to learn which again comes with courage um if you are adaptable if you really want to learn stuff and if you are naturally curious entrepreneurship is a good, very good field for you um you'll constantly learn something new because entrepreneurship is coming up with a new innovative concept and you know trying to solve a problem which has either not been solved before or something that is not being solved as well as you can so um when you're doing something new obviously you'll end up learning a lot of new things which are probably not written, written in books and or spelled out the same way that you can consume so um, this keenness to learn will really help you along with that basic 21st century skills will always help you out you know good communication good leadership skills good management skills uh, critical thinking problem solving and uh, empathy empathy really helps you know your ability to relate to that problem so these are all basic 21st century skills that every professional needs to have and an entrepreneur also but it always starts with courage taking that first step to try it out part time full time does not matter so if you are in college if you are pursuing a job if you are working full time um, you know or if you have your current startup and you really want to pursue it full time either ways it's always good to start off and you know learn along the journey and once you feel confident enough you can then take it up full time okay so when you when when you started did you also started as a part time startup when you were in college I did not. I can't really say I started a startup. Um, it was but, more of a business idea. Yeah, exactly. You know, so in in college, I was making stuff. I was not selling it, so I can't really say it was a startup. It was more of like a college project, which I really learned a lot from. But um, okay, I was not really pursuing a business, so I didn't make a Facebook page of Proven. I made a YouTube channel of Proven. <laughs> I uploaded some videos, got some good feedback. That's what I did during college. I made a website. Um, 
but this was also a learning experience firstly that whenever you start a startup you have to sell something you know uh, as soon as you can um, and you have to kind of give a deadline to yourself that i want to sell this right uh, at this time you know maybe after 6 months after a year but you need to keep a deadline for yourself which i did not give myself and uh, so so yeah maybe i started off part time but that was more like a college project but still it helped me you know um the fact you that i um, you know bargained with so many people for so many services mm-hmm. and um, i made a few few things myself i learned the basic animation i learned basic voice overs i learned how to make a website okay. mm-hmm. even if on wordpress so these were all learning experiences for me and you turned that university project into a real startup into a real company and that's truly amazing okay sir since have you since you have mentioned all the abilities and the skills that is required into this entrepreneurial world and since also you have had a good experience of this world you know people from there you have met people and you know everything things of the inside could you mention that what is the scene in the entrepreneurial world what are the prospects of growth what is there out there for someone who is new to it and how are indians taking up this new bandwagon of startups and entrepreneurship thanks you for this lovely question i think um this is something i probably you know somewhere inside i wanted you to ask because um you know a lot of the people have a lot to say about it and obviously the people should have a say but um some of it is also coming from uh, you know a place that they don't want change and this is something that i want to kind of reinforce um let me put some numbers uh, 50% of our population right now in india is below the age of 25 years so we have a fairly young population in fact probably we have the youngest population in the world then we have um, unemployability so a high percentage you know some reports say 47% some reports say 75% some even say 85% of our youth is unemployable so unemployability is a problem whatever percentage it's a huge problem as a result of that and not enough jobs being created unemployment is a problem you know unemployment rates are rising every day covid um, has also contributed hugely to that plus the falling economy mm, yes so because of such unemployment you know uh, and and because of the rise in these numbers plus job dissatisfaction i think creating employment in the coming decade is going to be a challenge for our country and employment can only be created if we have enough entrepreneurs so for that for us to have enough successful entrepreneurs because employable employment will be created by successful entrepreneurs not by entrepreneurs you know who come and for 6 months they are there then they are off they'll create employment for only 6 months so for those successful entrepreneurs to exist there have to be a lot more unsuccessful entrepreneurs it is you know um, by design only that if you start entrepreneurship if you start your entrepreneurial venture most of the times you will fail and that is by design if it was not hard then everyone would be doing it so um a lot more people need to try it out that's why the government and everyone is focusing so much on it people like us are focusing on it you know to uh, scout for entrepreneurial talent and to support them as much as possible because this is needed in india so entrepreneurship is needed definitely yes it should be pursued even more than it is being today uh, a lot of people will end up saying ki yaar ye kuch jaadi aajkal to har koi mood uthake entrepreneur ban ja raha hai startup khol le raha hai it needs to be there har kisi ko mood uthake kholne ki zarurat hai maybe some of them will fail they learn but acha wow ha yes sir we should try it out right so uh, it is needed and 
it will you know even if you fail it will end up teaching you these skills which we talked about earlier on so um the scene is very positive there are so many sectors which still need a lot of change so i'll give you an example i am in edtech probano is career guidance um, yes. is a career guidance platform and in edtech you know a lot of people will say ki aajkal to edtech ka boom chal raha hai isliye itne sare startups aa rahe hain jis din boom nahi chalega us din log nahi aayenge maybe that's true to an extent but let us analyze the problem see any startup any business is there to solve a problem so is is every student in india properly literate not on paper is every student in india properly literate can a five class student or five grade student read the text of a second grade student properly in english or in hindi in most of the places in india the answer is no can a 10th class student easily solve a fifth class math problem okay. and is it 100% in most of the places in india that's a no uh there is a test called pisa pisa um and it happens worldwide to you know just test out the basic educational math and foundational science skills in students um last time when india gave it uh, we nominated two states for it tamil nadu and probably i think himachal pradesh our country stood second last out of 80 countries we were 78th with countries like probably uzbekistan or something behind us so if 78 countries are above us in you know education and with we bragging so much about our education system there are problems existing and even after so many edtech startups so many edtech startups becoming so called unicorns and everything um that problem still exists so till the time the problem exists it is up for solving so we need many more startups to come and genuinely solve that problem and once that problem is solved we need startups to continue solving that problem so that it never arises again so there is always scope and right now even bigger because that problem is not even solved yet and i just talked about edtech there are even bigger cases in let's say agri tech or fintech people have zero financial literacy you know agriculture is and and you can see by the nature of things happening in the country last year agriculture is not the most uh, you know uh, is not progressing in the way it should um, there are a lot of problems worth solving entrepreneurship should be there and it should grow and a lot more people should come down on the ground to solve these problems generate employment uh, i think our country can you know literally change the face of the world in the coming 50 years and we can become world's biggest economy because this entrepreneurial wave is what will make it the biggest economy but it has to start and it is right now just to add here we also met at a legal techno legal uh, hackathon sort of thing it was very innovative technological development in the field of law so the, absolutely i think so that the, was a lovely event so the bottom point which you are essentially saying that, that there is a lot of scope and we should try if we have an idea we should try and even if you fail you will learn valuable skills and insights of the industry which you can obviously use in the future uh, that was really powerful sir uh, having talked about entrepreneurship and uh, marks and examinations i want to now talk about specifically your field of you know expertise uh, in that case sir i want you to highlight some of the most common confusions and problems that students face and if you have any uh, suggestions for our listeners if they face such problems there are many i think uh, the sad part is that our education system ignores two of the most important and the most important you know i won't term knowledge of math as the most important how to use that knowledge of math is the most important and we ignore that we ignore career guidance we ignore financial literacy every person will have a career so every person needs to know how to make the right career choice 
and how to make a career plan, how to fulfill that career plan, what skills to build. Every person should know this. Same goes for financial literacy. Every person has to pay taxes at some point or the other in life, should make investments. So they should know where to make these investments. So these two aspects are completely ignored. And by the time we come out of school, come out of college, that, that's when we have to learn through our own practical experiences. And a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. that we learn in schools, we never end up using. So uh, this definitely needs to be included and we are working on career guidance, which I believe is the most important component of education because you might not even end up earning a decent amount if you don't have a good career. So a lot of the students, you know, ask very different questions. It it starts with very open-ended questions. Okay, you know, I'm really confused. What should I do? It's very general, (laughs) you know, what should I do? (laughs) And it can relate to anything in career in life. Yeah, yes, sir. so that, that, that's a very good point to start with. At least you're questioning what should I do. Many people are very confident with what they really want to do, but then they end up knowing after five, 10 years that they did not even have an idea. They were just going along the flow, which is not always the best strategy. Um, so some of the students will ask really specific questions that, you know, I have taken this stream, let's say commerce with math, uh, you know, should is, is chartered accountancy the only career option for me? Some people will ask that if I have taken a medical sciences, um, becoming a doctor is the only career option for me. Then there are specific cases, you know, we also work a lot with rural India. So there are specific cases, you know, some of our female students in ITIs or uh, even in school are married. Um, so they'll ask questions like, uh, that, you know, I want to do a lot, but my um, parents or my in-laws are not allowing me to do so. What should I do? There's a lot of domestic violence at home. Sadly, there are, you know, still a lot of social ills which exist. You know, if you read stuff on paper, there are a lot of people, you know, who represent India at many places and they will, obviously, you know, they'll only point out the good things that are happening. But inside, we should know what are the social ills that exist so that at least we can remove it. You know, if we just keep dancing, thinking that everything is solved, then we won't be able to solve for the problems which exist because we are ignoring their existence altogether. So a lot of the social ills exist, you know, many of the uh, women in rural areas, um, especially, you know, um, from uh, states like Rajasthan, Haryana, um, etc. will uh, end up asking that, you know, you are giving this career guidance, but I don't think we'll be able to continue even schooling after or, or college after uh, class 12th. So a lot of these um, issues come up, especially with uh, female students. Um, then in a lot of places, you know, they will say that I want to pursue something, but my parents are not allowing me to. This is common with both female and male students of ours. Um, so a lot of these questions come up and our endeavor is to always give them simple solutions, very straightforward. So we give them a black and white answer because, you know, if we give them too much of a gray answer, they themselves get even more confused. When you seek answers, you want a very direct answer. So, you know, we try and, our, you know, we try our best to give them a direct answer by understanding the situation and help them solve for the situation by supporting them, not only through our advice, but also by staying strong with them. So if they need us to talk to their parents, we do that. If they need us to talk to their in-laws, sometimes we do that as well. We visit homes, we make sure that we are persistent. And this problem, the problem of not being able to choose the right career options, the problem of job dissatisfaction, unemployability, high school dropouts, all these will take time to get solved. Um, It's a gradual process. So we believe in giving that time and we believe in giving direct answers so that, you know, as soon as possible, these problems are solved, at least in some centers, and it's a trickle-down effect where uh, this solution spreads across India. Okay, yeah, thank you so much, sir. And I think it 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 would be good if we end this uh, in this conversation on a positive note. 
and uh, all of us would agree on this if i say that there is a lot which needs to be done in the education sector and the way that we are taking up studies most of the students who who have completely wrong notion of how to take up their career decisions and everything and and i think this is one of the reasons why we see so much problems in uh, with with people in their uh, midlife and people have midlife crisis when they feel like you know i don't know what i, I was doing for so long and all of these things right and and therefore just to end on a positive note could you give some of some suggestions from your side to students let's say someone who is in class 10 to maybe class 12th what should he or she do right now to have a more fulfilling and a more meaningful life let's say 20 or 25 years down the line so this is something that we cover you know in our first session of career guidance which is called introduction and self exploration so you start off exploring a lot of different act activities especially when you are in school because um, you have the time to do so sadly when you are 26 or 27 or 30 years of age you'll still have that pressure of earning for your parents so you know you might not be able to explore as much because you are spending a good 7 8 hours in just earning and a good 7 8 hours in sleeping so that's most of your day um in school you are spending maybe 7 to 8 hours sleeping and another 5 6 hours in school after that it's totally you are left to yourself these days the uh, some of the students have tuitions as well maybe that takes up another 2 3 hours of yours but um it's not particularly pressurizing you don't have to do a lot of active work sometimes in tuition also you can zone out of stuff so you know you have a lot of energy a lot of time to do things you know which you don't get later on so explore a lot of different activities try out down dancing singing um, anything which you feel that might be of interest and figure out what you really love doing what people don't have to force you to do and out of that what you really excel at what are people praising you for what are people uh, seeking your advice on uh, what are giving you tangible results and try and pursue more of that you'll be happy you'll want to pursue it you'll grow your ability and you'll learn a lot um approach learning with a very open minded and uh, you know warm nature rather than you know kind of despising it and only studying it a day before exams um that will really help and finally um, there is this quote which i always kind of stand very strongly by and this is not mine obviously such a good quote can't be mine but um, this is something really useful so i heard this somewhere dream big work hard and stay humble and i feel and i believe that this summarizes the whole you know endeavor in life very concisely that you know this tells you everything that you need to do in life in a way within just like six uh, words and a sentence so yeah um this would be my small suggestion or advice however you want to take it wow wonderful it was really amazing to have this conversation with you sir finally to everyone who is listening this dream big work hard and stay humble if you have any closing remarks sir uh failure success it's mostly like um you know part of life so a lot of the times when you you are struggling with stuff you'll feel like why just me but then you look around yourself and you see ten other people struggling with their own stuff uh, it's always good strength so the way you are struggling we are also struggling uh, with different situations so uh, don't be sad just be happy and enjoy life and keep doing these things which we earlier talked about okay thank you so much sir thank you audience for listening this was your host shubh gautam keep listening to the clarity podcast